I'm so excited to bring you an interview with magician Nathan Fawn. He's one of the stars of the touring show Masters of Illusion Live, and that is going to be appearing at the Hanover Theater here on Thursday, October 6th. Welcome, Nathan. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for those of you who may have seen Masters of Illusion on the CW TV show, you have a little bit of an idea of what we're talking about with Masters of Illusion. But Nathan, you're quite the magician with quite the long resume of accomplishments. Tell us a little bit about the show from your perspective. Uh, Well, let's see. So I've been on the television series Masters of Illusion for seven consecutive seasons now. Uh, let's see. And, uh, in addition to that, I was part of their, uh, Las Vegas residency. And I was also a part of their recent, uh, Atlantic city residency. So I've been, uh, and I've been touring with Masters of Illusion Live since 2015, I believe it is. So I've done uh, darn near every incarnation of Masters of Illusion that there is. <laughs> uh, and I've loved every moment of it. Oh, that's so fun. Well, you have quite the story. You're originally from, I believe, Anaheim, California, right? And like, yeah, yeah. And like you said, you've been on stages across the globe, but you've also been in movies like Super Bad. And yes, you've mm-hmm. been part of regular TV shows shows on networks like NBC and Sci-Fi, CW, like we were saying, and Comedy Central since the age of 23. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I think 23 was when I first did America's Got Talent. Either 23 or 24, I can't really remember. And sometimes, you know, there's a discrepancy between when they film it and then once it (laughs) airs. So I might have been 23 when they filmed it, and then 24 by the time they aired it. It, It's wild. You know, it's like anytime you go on any of those programs that aren't like, directly live you always have to like balance in your head the calendar and figure out what am I like to say <laughs> right and what's I like though is sitting on the information that everybody else has to wait for months to see are you are you allowed to talk about it before uh it, uh, it depends on the kind of contract most of the time they have what's called an NDA a non-disclosure agreement so sometimes it'll be like hey you may have just won money on this tv show but you cannot talk about it uh, until this airs. And then once it airs, then there's usually like a 90-day period where they'll send you off the check for the money you want, that sort of thing. And so it's, it's a whole lot of boring stuff that has nothing to do with magic. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fine, but it's like, it's very interesting. But it is, um, you know, not my favorite thing. I'm, I'm just so used to, you know, like you show up, you perform, you get paid for it, boom, bada bing, bada boom. That's one of the things that I, I love about this, this touring is that, you know, you show up and you get to do all these shows and then one right after the other and you don't have to worry about trying to, you know, track down some Beverly Hills mom who wants to book you for their child's seventh birthday party or whatever it is. <laughs> like you just show up and you do your stuff and you're, you're working with friends and, you know, people become your family and you get to tour, you know, around the entire world. Like right now we are uh, in Markham, Ontario, Canada uh, at a venue that we performed at. I performed here before uh, like three years ago. And, you know, to be able to go to these places, like we'll be returning to Greensburg, which is fantastic. But this will be my first time uh, performing in Worcester. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, and also, I just want to make sure that I pronounce it correctly as well, because also I have a, I have a Scottish accent. So I'm used to hitting R's really, really hard. But I know that in lots of Massachusetts, it's a non-rhotic dialect, right? Kind of like Boston, that sort of thing. So you glide over your eyes. So I understand that it's not Worcester. So mm. I want to make sure that I'm saying it right <laughs> when I show up. <laughs> I always tell people, just ignore the R's and you'll be fine. What's that? All right. 
exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, the reason I was asking before is because we also have a conservatory as part of the Hanover Theater and Conservatory for the Performing Arts. So one quick thing, and then we'll get right to your favorite parts of the show, but any words of advice for aspiring magicians, performers that you think would have helped you? Although, like I said, at 23, you were, you were very successful. So, Well, it was just, you know, it, I was just learning as much as I could. So I actually went to... A, an art school in Southern California called the Orange County School of the Arts. Uh, and I aud- had to audition more to get in. And uh, I auditioned for the drama department conservatory. And I auditioned for the writing conservatory. And I was accepted into the writing conservatory. Interesting. So I spent four years. Every day after school, you go to school from like eight to two. And then from two to five, you go to your conservatory classes and, you know, learn different things. And so I learned about different styles of writing, different genres, that sort of thing. Uh, and around that same time, I also was encouraged to audition for a musical that was being produced nearby. So I started doing that. And then I also started doing stand-up comedy at open mics. I started going into improv. So, I mean, I would just say learn as much about all the things that fascinate you as possible. And even if it's something that doesn't seem like it's related to your art form, if you're passionate about it, you know, like that's all part of your adventure and what makes you you. And you never know when that will become necessary to your journey, to your unique signature and flavor of your art, uh, you know, or, um, or whether it's just the thing that keeps you alive and, you know, invigorated. So, you know, whatever your passion's about, follow it and learn as much about the world as you care to learn. Uh, and it's, because for me, when I perform, it's not just a magic show. It's a magic, and there's some stand-up comedy, which is not a super rare combination, but then I throw in celebrity impressions. I'm able mm-hmm. to banter with the audience effortlessly. I sing, I sing songs from musicals and opera during my act. Like, it, you know, you can find a way to, to create your own, forge your own path and create your own market. Because if you're just trying to be one of the many things that people want, then, you know, you're going to be in competition. But if you're the only you, you can create a demand for which you are the only supply. Absolutely. That is fantastic like, advice. You know, like you're not just a Picasso triple. Didn't, you know, Go yeah, ahead. Picasso didn't try to just be an artist. You know, Picasso became Picasso. And then now there's, you know, you could only get that type of artwork from Picasso. You know, sorry, what were you about to say? Well, I was going to say, you know, great advice because you're not just a triple threat. You're like a quadruple gazillion threat, right? I mean, I've heard you've wowed audiences with your opera singing and your mind-blowing stage illusions and like you said your celebrity impressions so tell us about the favorite your favorite part of performing on masters of illusion the tour you know you, you were talking about that live experience so what do you really look forward to each night as you take the stage uh boy uh, what don't i look forward to that's really <laughs> tough because there's so much encompassed in that there is the fact that you the show does have a framework, you know, you know, who's performing alongside you, you know, who's in the wings, you know, who's there to help you, you know, who's running sound and light. And that's a lot of comfort because uh, a lot of times when you tour, if you perform in places like a lot of corporate events or you do a lot of cruise ships, you never know who you're working with. You don't know how good they are. And so there's a lot of hedging bets, you know, as opposed right. to when you're on tour, it's like, I know exactly this person, who they are, their style. I trust their ear when it comes to mixing sound. I know they're going to get my cues right. I know I'm going to look good on stage, all that stuff. I know my props are going to get handed to me at the right time. Uh, so that's an amazing experience. Walking out into a different crowd every single night and it being, you know, people from an area as opposed to people being from a large spread out area. Like when you perform cruise ships in Vegas, everyone's traveling from across the country, if not the world. 
And so sometimes it can be tough to kind of put your finger on the pulse of what everyone's going to like, the speed of delivery, uh, the punchlines, what's going to land, what's not going to land. When uh, I'm on tour, I get to meet new people. I get to immediately figure out, oh, this is, this is what it is. Cool. We can click into this and we can, we can rock and roll. This is not a problem. Uh, and then, you know, on nights that we have off, just being able to walk around and, you know, explore the area, see the downtown, eat, see where the locals go to eat or drink. Uh, it's just an amazing experience. And then to know that if you don't get a chance, is that you go to the tour bus, you fall asleep, you wake up in the parking lot of the next venue and you do it all over again. And so it also makes me feel connected to like the roots of like vaudeville, which to me was like kind of like the epitome of like of, of performing art because there was a little bit of everything and it was just, you just go and you do the work and you do the thing and you see the world. And uh, so to me, it makes me feel connected to like vaudeville and that sort of thing. Amazing. I love everything about it. I love that you love everything about it. That enthusiasm. I know we're going to enjoy seeing you in our stage. And again, I'm here and I am talking with Nathan Fon. He is going to be one of the illusionists in our Masters of Illusion taking the stage on Thursday, October 6th at 7.30. There is more information available on our website, which is the Hanover Theater, spelled with an R-E dot org. Tickets start at such a reasonable price. They start at $29, go up to $59. And there are two other magicians who appear with Nathan. And yes. I'm just, yes, I'm yes. just curious because... You've got Dan Ferry, the, uh, the anti-condor and shock illusionist. He's the only magician to win the uh, most original... A magician award from the World Magic Award. That's so cool. Uh, they had to like invent the award just for him because he's that good. Wow. Uh, let's see. And then we've also got Michael Turco, who is uh, he had his own show uh, in in Vegas for a little bit uh, and Atlantic City, and he's just amazing. So you know we're going to have grand scale illusions. We're going to have uh, kind of not like close up magic, but very sleight of hand intensive magic. Uh, we've got some comedy, we've got some drama, we've got, uh, you know, interactive mentalism, we've got people coming up on stage to help us. It is, and it's completely family friendly. There are some, uh, you know, dramatic moments. Dan Ferry is a more, you know, kind of a, a very unique perspective. It's a little bit more macabre, uh, <laughs> but, you know, nothing that I think is really, you know, nothing that's going to send anyone over the edge, I think. Um, you know, nothing, it's, it's just like more intimate, because we used to do actually a buzz saw illusion oh boy uh, which was uh, one of harry blackstone jr's signatures and so we used to have like a giant you know usually it's like this steel blade that just goes ding, in uh but we used to do this thing with a giant like i think it was a three-foot buzz saw that would come down and wood would splinter to saw a lady in half and so we don't have that in the show but we do have stuff that's like very uh, dramatic and intense uh but it is completely family friendly we do a free meet and greet after every show cool. uh, and it's just fun for the whole family and it's just such a diverse show when it's unlike anything that I think exists and let alone tours nowadays. Oh, it sounds incredible. And one of the things that you had said before was you love going out and, you know, seeing the town. I think you're going to love Worcester. You're going to love our gourmet partners. We have lots of beautiful architecture and some really rich history that's here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. But I'm dying to ask when you're out and about, I don't know if you're hanging out with Dan Sperry and Michael Turco, but are you ever tempted to do tricks on people when you're out at a restaurant like do you play around with that or are you kind of undercover i think it just kind of depends on what evening we we want uh you <laughs> yeah. know sometimes we because sometimes we're on a quick meal break and right. if we're on a quick meal break you know we can't draw too much attention we just gotta go out we gotta eat and we gotta come back right uh but then you know if we're out for the evening it also depends on whether or not 
people feel like seeing any magic. We're not the types that kind of go out and like, hey, look at us. We're here. We're the magician. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll show up somewhere. And if somebody recognizes us, we'll chat with them. And if they ask us to, then we just kind of feel it out whether or not we want to do any magic yes. or whether we'd rather just lay low, you know. Uh, I always want to do magic, but, you know, with everyone else just feeling like really chill, like we don't, we really like, we need to, we just need to decompress right now. Then, you know, I'll, I'll yes. take their lead and like, oh, you know, I don't think we have anything to do magic with. We're so sorry, but, you know, we <laughs> want an autograph or selfie, yes. whatever. Uh, so right. it, it just kind of depends. I always like performing and meeting people because also I have my roots in close-up magic. Uh, as many, many magicians do, many magicians, you know, you don't start out doing, you know, sawing a lady in half. You start out with picket cards. Is, is how most of us work. So I love being able to return to those roots as often as possible. Uh, but it just kind of depends on, you know, the mood and the vibe. Well, and I'm interested in what... Check it out this Thursday, Masters of Illusion at the Hanover Theatre. You you journey through and on your way to becoming a master magician. <laughs> so close-up magic refers to anything that basically needs to be seen from less than a few feet away. So oh, I see. Mostly... Like card tricks, coin tricks, that's, uh, you know, uh, do things like that. So if you're, if I'm stood there in a bar and people are gathered around me, that's going to be close up magic because it's not like I'm going to have a giant box I can produce a girl out of when I'm in a bar. Right. Uh, but that is close up magic. And then there is parlor magic. Uh, and parlor magic is um, kind of, um, it was based off of what people used to do in the Victorian era. They would have entertainers come out to their houses, which would have a parlor. And so that's usually for like a few dozen people at a time so that's slightly more people slightly bigger distance but not quite stage magic stage magic and specifically illusions illusions refer to big box tricks as we call them so anytime you see a large prop on stage uh then that is referred to as an illusion or a grand illusion and uh, yeah so there's a, that's if you some people wonder what the difference is between a magician and an illusionist technically an illusionist uses large-scale props but they are still a category of magician Oh, interesting. I didn't know. Thank you so much for explaining that to me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're here, we're talking with Nathan Fon. Again, he's one of the stars. He's obviously multi-talented, has won many awards for his talent, his magic, his illusions. And he is performing live on our stage here at the Hanover Theater Thursday, October 6th at 7.30 p.m. as part of the Masters of Illusion Tour. As I was saying, tickets are available and they start really reasonably at just $29 on our website at the Hanover Theater, spelled with an re.org. But listen, Nathan, you're a very captivating, interesting person. If people want to find out more about you, is there a website they can go to? Absolutely. My website is no joke magicasianman.com I saw that it made me laugh just a little bit yeah. and then you're also you're <laughs> yeah, also people, go ahead no I was just gonna say some people are a little thrown by that they're like is, is that is that okay is that right? all right I'm like yeah why wouldn't it be fine all three <laughs> of those words accurately describe it yeah <laughs> www.magicasianman.com that's fantastic and you're also active on social media so how do, how can people find you I wouldn't say active <laughs> I'm trying to get better but yeah you can absolutely follow me I'm most I do the most amount of posting to like Facebook. I've got a, a professional Facebook profile and uh, Instagram account. Uh, and those are, if you just look up Magic Asian Man on any social media, you will find me. Uh, whether or not I post to it a lot is another thing entirely. Uh, 
but you know, if you at the very least message me, I will get back to you. And uh, same thing with the meet and greets after every show included in that $29 to $59 ticket. There is a complimentary meet and greet after the show. Uh, and you know, some people just want to come by and grab a quick picture and some people like to stick around and, and chat for a few minutes. Uh, but you know, if you want to meet us, we want to meet you. Amazing. I'm so looking forward to having you again. Masters of Illusion, Thursday, October 6th at 730 here at the Hanover Theater and Conservatory for the Performing Arts. Nathan, thank you so much for your time. Everybody else, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater after this quick break. That is for sure. We are coming right back at you. And again, Masters of Illusion, as you just heard, Thursday, October 6th. Magic Asian man, if you want to follow Nathan on social media, and why wouldn't you go uh, go there and, and make that happen? Remember, as you just heard, you're going to have three master illusionists on stage. My understanding is is that indeed they are going to be in the city for a uh, for a couple of days, but beforehand. So maybe you will run in into them and uh, see some close-up magic. That's really fantastic. Hey, we are going to keep behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater rolling along here for this Friday morning. Ashley Prince joining us. She's going to bring us up to date on all the cool things that are coming up. It's going to be hard to beat Masters of Illusion. I I, I love that. I, I, love the, I love the magic. I can never, ever figure out how the heck it is that they do it. It really is magic to me. Ashley, good morning. Good morning, Hank. Well, this is an exciting show that Lisa Condit just told us about. So uh, very, very cool. Now, are you going to be able to hang out backstage and try and pick up a few of these secrets and see how it is that they do it? Or they, they must close down the whole theater. I I was talking about this in another interview. I think that I get too hung up with magic because I'm always trying to figure out how they're <laughs> how they're pulling off the illusion. I just need to, you know, relax and enjoy it exactly. without trying to, you know, get too scientific with it. Exactly. Well, of course, you know, today when these masters of illusion put on these shows, there is so much of a show element to it. There's so much humor. There's so much wonder. It's great. So I'm really looking forward to this on Thursday night. But I know that you are here to tell us about some other great things. You know, uh, in our in our last hour, Randy Feldman, who you know, was just with us. He was at the JMAC last night and wanted me to pass along to everybody at the Hanover. Congratulations on a uh, on a great show. Uh, that's still ongoing. Oh, for sure. And I'm allowed to say it because I'm not in the theater today. Macbeth. What <laughs> 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 uh, well, is in the brick box. Um, it, the first preview was last night. Uh, we still have a couple more previews, but the show officially opens on Sunday, October 2nd. Well, uh, yeah. So we're really looking forward to Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I will let you take it away because I know that you have many things that you want to bring us this morning that are happening at the Hanover Theater. For sure. So um, obviously we have Macbeth happening. Like I said, uh, the official opening is on October 2nd. It's running through October 15th. And if you are absolutely in love with THT rep, uh, the Edgar Allan Poe doubleheader um, actually went on sale yesterday. So um, you can get your tickets for that at thehanovertheater.org. That will be at the at the Brick Box uh, October 27th through 29th. So if you want to get your 
Halloween spooky time on. Uh, this is a really great opportunity <laughs> to see a one-woman show. It's very, very cool. I saw it last year. Um, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, I was just going to say, Ghost actually, Light. I well, I, I didn't mean to break in, but I, I got to see it last year, too. So I just wanted to echo what, what you said. It was a very cool, certainly puts you in the mood. Now, last year, of course, we... We still had to be to be separated, so you know a few more people will be able to see it this year. But yes, uh, I just wanted to echo that. I got to see it as well, and it was a great, great one-woman show. And yeah, you'll you'll get in the, in the Halloween spirit for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that this show is especially popular because our student matinees. Um, you know, we we have shows that. Um, you know, classes can come and like bring their students and, and see the show. Um, and those are all sold out for both Macbeth and uh, the Poe Doubleheader. There's a waiting list. So there really is a demand for this. Um, so if you want to get your tickets to eat the show, I would definitely head to the HanoverTheater.org and snatch those seats now. Yes, exactly. I love the J-Mac as a, a space as well. Uh, that's really turned into a, a real gem. And what an addition to a – you wouldn't put, for example, this show with Poe on the stage at the Hanover. It would just – I mean, it's, it's just uh, – the Hanover would, would just sort of overwhelm it. You probably wouldn't get 2,000 people here. You get that intimate experience. You're able to put on different kind of shows. Brilliant to to have the brick box here in the city of Worcester. We actually did have the Poe doubleheader on the main stage oh. um, for for a matinee. Um, I thought that's the one that I saw, um, and we had some some uh, I think high school students from from Worcester in to see the show. And they the way that they had the staging, it still it still took up all oh. of that space and made you really feel um, you know in the story. It was really great. Um, but yeah, the Brick Box is an incredible venue, and it's kind of funny right now because obviously Macbeth is running, and right in the middle of our run on October third, Ghost Light is um, is premiering at the Brick Box, and that is a film that is about uh, a group of summer actors that disregard the curse mm. of saying you know Macbeth on a theater, and so um, so that will be kind of you know a little a little meta. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really it, will be. It just happens like the timing, yeah. Now, a ghost light—that's the the light that is left on in the in the theater. Yep, yep. That's uh, that is correct. That is a theater, uh, you know, special theater term. Um, but yeah, this this film uh, is—it's really funny the way the timing worked out, and it kind of you know plays off of our own um, our own production of Macbeth. But no one is trying to jinx it. So we've been very careful. <laughs> no, absolutely. Wow. Uh, so that just brings us, uh, we, we aren't even a week in. There is so much happening at the Hanover Theater right now. For sure. And I was just at Tootsie last night um, and the crowd was, you know, cracking up. I thought it was so funny. I almost wanted to have like a timer to see how long like the, the you know, laughter was going on because actors had to pause in between jokes at certain points just so that people could collect themselves again yeah. uh, but that will be here this sunday and if you joined us for our broadway social circle at the beer garden before opening night on thursday um we will be having another kind of 
social circle event um, on this Sunday for the closing performance. So if you want to head back to the beer garden before um, before you go and see Tootsie, it is a great opportunity to connect with fellow theater lovers. You can sign up for our Broadway social circle. It is free. Um, so it's a great opportunity to, you know, play games, win merch. Um, and make the most of your your experience in the city. I know we're always encouraging people to go to, you know, local restaurants, support local businesses while you're, you know, in the area. And this is, like, so, so good. And I know people had so much fun. This is going to happen before every Broadway show. So be sure to add that to your calendar. As wow. A special, you know, extra bonus. Yeah, no, that is such a, a great point, and it's a great way to have synergy in the city. You know, Ashley, I'm such a, a, a snob. Every time that I see that they have made a Broadway musical out of one of these uh, movies that, that, that I loved, I go, oh, well, I don't know about that. And then, uh, of course, I'm proven wrong every time. I mean, Tootsie has just had raves when it was on Broadway, and I've, I've been able to, uh, to hear from some folks who saw it before going now to see it again at the Hanover and they just say it is what you said. It is just one of the funniest shows that they have seen. It's absolutely fantastic. And they did a terrific job uh, adapting it to the stage. They did. And we have a takeover today. So if anyone wants to see, you know, a behind the scenes look at, you know, life on the road, um, you can, you know, keep an eye on our Instagram stories throughout the day. They're going to have a lot to show you. And we're the second stop on their tour. So they're still fresh and ready and um, really excited about, you know, the show that they're in there. You can tell that they all really love what they do. Yeah, I love that. Wow. Uh, again, we're just really bringing you through the weekend here at Behind the Scenes on the Hanover Theater. Ashley Prince just running things down. And it is just one great show after the other. We got a couple minutes left. What else? Uh, and it's sort of like those old commercials. And wait, there's more. All right, let's do a speed round. <laughs> we have the Slash Tour Around the World in 80 Minutes on October 4th. We have Masters of Illusion on October 6th. We have a special silent movie celebration for Don Phipps' birthday on October 9th. We have Mean Girls coming October 11th through 16th. And we have a historic and architectural tour on October 19th. And Peppa Pig Live on October 21st. So if you want to get tickets for any of those, head to the HanoverTheater.org. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. That was a speed round. So now in our last 90 seconds, is there anything that you haven't already mentioned that you really are looking forward to? Uh, you know, I know those kids, this might not be one you're looking forward to, but I know those kids shows like Peppa Pig are incredibly, uh, incredibly popular. But anything that, that's, that, that's on the list that you, you would say do not miss? Ooh, I would have to say Macbeth or the Poe doubleheader because I am super, super, super excited for this THT rep, um, you know, kind of season. It's a really incredible lineup, so you don't want to miss it. Yeah, I love that those are, of course, homegrown, if you will. The work that is being done there at the Hanover, you guys are, are absolutely fantastic. Uh, boy, talk about being right back in the swing of things. It, incredible shows, incredible shows that the Hanover themselves are, are staging. A couple of, of great venues. And as you just heard at the top of the hour, Masters of Illusion. This is going to be a fun, fun show. And We'll all drive ourselves crazy trying to figure out how it is that they did it. Ashley Prince, thank you very much. Where do people go to keep up with everything that's happening at the Hanover Theater? TheHanoverTheater.org. Theater spelled with an R-E. Very good. Ashley Prince, thank you. We'll do it again next week.
See you later. Behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater. Now, for those of you listening on AM 830 WCRN, uh, if you head to the website for WCRN, they've got a new feature that is pretty cool where you're able to go back, and they're really doing a wonderful job of archiving these shows. The Hanover Theater does uh, a terrific job of that on their own, but it's nice that WCRN is starting to do that as well. WCRNradio.com, you'll see a list of the shows, and you'll be able to get a immediate satisfaction with today's behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater.